Good afternoon and good evening, wherever you may be listening. Thank you very much for tuning in to the All You Listening Now podcast, where we'll talk about any and everything. I am your host, Johnny, back at it again for another week. Hey, yo, the shout out this week goes to the good people of New York who won a case against the city that tried to manipulate, tarnish, shame, and ultimately fired them unjustly from their job during the pandemic. The judge ruled in their favor and ordered them to be reinstated with back pay. And all I have to say is bravo. Bravo to those men and women because all during the pandemic, those people and people exactly like some of us were told that we were wrong or we were crazy and conspiracy theorists while all along we were following the science and saying that maybe we should consider other factors and not lay people off because of their VAC status. To not mandate people to take a drug that we don't know all there is to know about it. Finally, more and more people are starting to wake up and realize this very point. And I pray more of these rulings come out. Hopefully companies like a Goldman Sachs or an AT&T who still have COVID restrictions in place for non-scientific reasons will stop holding on to their abused egos and start doing what's right by their employees who put their effort into making those companies great. They can't hide behind following CDC guidelines anymore because the science isn't saying what they have been holding on to anymore. Now, I know this is a long and probably the longest shout out in the history of shout outs. And honestly, this is probably just rolled into a segment, but I am just so happy for those men and women. They stood up for what they believed in and paid a price. Now they're getting vindicated. We have seen times in human history where this doesn't always happen, but thank God it did for those men and women. Just like we mentioned and talked about last week, there is still more fight that we have to do. People who desire power and control will always come. And the people that have it won't willingly Give that up that easy. That's why we can't stop until we get fairness and justice. Now, let me say this, good people. We can't do it by any means necessary. Because if we do that, that will make us no better than these same people who we criticize. Sometimes I know that it's hard to do that, you know, to just keep it a buck. But that's what makes what we're doing different. That's what shows people that we aren't trying to trample on you. All we ask in return is please don't do it to us or anyone else. But nevertheless, though, nevertheless, wherever you are listening, I certainly hope you have a very, very good week because I know that I have as well. All right, ladies and gents, thank you very much for tuning in today's show, taking time out of your busy day to download 
and listen to the podcast. Of course, the podcast gets played anywhere a podcast gets played nowadays. So when you get around to telling your friends, family members, loved ones, neighbors, relatives, just anybody at random that you run into, they can find the show anywhere podcasts are being played by searching Are You Listening Now podcast. On those different platforms, there is a way to rate the show, like the show, and even subscribe to the show. So if you're enjoying the content here, make sure you do that for me. It'll greatly help the show out. And it'll also allow you to know when a new episode has come out. So look for those options on the different podcasting platforms. In the description of the show notes, I'll leave timestamps for every segment of the show. So that way, if you're a little crunch for time, don't have the opportunity to listen to the entire show. You can time skip your way straight to the segment of your choosing. So look for those in the description. But on today's show, so let me just get right into it because y'all remember back on episode 92 when I said I really hated talking about the same things over and over again on my show because those things can get boring. Remember I had said that, you know, a lot of these other shows are just redundant in their content and even though, I mean, hey, some people like that and hey, if that's what you're good at, hey, God bless you. But I wanted this show, you know, to stay different and, you know, to stay putting out new stuff. Well, I'm back at it again today <laughs> to talk about the GOAT of the NBA and Michael Jordan. So the reason why I'm doing this is because with LeBron approaching Kareem's all-time scoring record, I already no, I hear it right now that there will be people in the media and just other people in general who are going to try to make the case or claim that he's a goat and using this accomplishment to make the case. Like we talked about before, no one said anything about Kareem being a goat, even though he had that record and actually still has more championships and more MVPs than LeBron. But I digress. Now, it is an impressive feat and certainly one that LeBron should get a lot of praise for and that I'm sure when he breaks it, he is going to be extremely proud of as he should. However, with that being said, this still doesn't make him better than MJ. I have a few more numbers and details that I want to bring up that nails MJ as the GOAT. And like I said before, and will continue to say, until somebody comes along and actually really does proves it differently, it's actually not close. So just to give you all some context for new listeners of the show who may not understand what I base my GOAT criteria on, I look at a couple of things. One, individual dominance. Like, during that season, how were you dominant? You could tell these things by points per game, scoring titles, assist titles, rebound titles, etc., etc., defensive player of the year, all NBA, all defensive selections, those things. I also base it on a player's peak. At your best, how good were you? Those are my two factors when I look at and I rank great players. Skill sets, 
for me, honestly doesn't matter because you could be as skilled as all get out. But if you don't win or if you don't rack up a lot of achievements for what you did in doing your season of playing and ultimately in your career, then your talent doesn't matter to me. It's why, for example, somebody like a Kyrie Irving, who a lot of people say is top 75 or should have been top 75, for me, not on that list and actually is not even close. As skilled as that brother is, uh, he is skilled and could be the most skilled player or one of. But again, body of work, that skill didn't produce much. So that's what I base my goat on. So let me throw a couple of MJ numbers. And again, I'm not going to too much go into talking about what LeBron didn't do because to make the case that Jordan's a goat, you really actually don't even have to do that. You can just talk about what he did, what MJ did. So let's dive into a couple of them. So first, MJ has the most combined championships and finals MVPs. Now, I do realize that the finals MVP came in after Bill Russell actually retired. So he didn't actually get any finals MVPs. Otherwise, he would probably be, I don't know. I don't know if he'll be 11 for 11 because he did have some Hall of Famers on that team. But he would he would have had a few. Uh, but for when this award was tracked, MJ has the most. MJ also has or it has the second most MVP trophies, one behind Kareem. MJ has the most total trophies by far in NBA history as far as a combined collection of them. He's number one in 32 different categories in NBA history, which is still a record even when LeBron breaks this one. In PER, for playoffs and regular seasons, he has the highest PER of any player that has played. He also has, for all the stat nerds out there, the highest win shares, pure regular season and playoff games. So basically, his the premium you get when MJ's on the floor to win is higher than any player who's ever played. MJ still holds and has the most 40-point-per-game score in the playoff series in NBA history. He is the only player to win Defensive Player of the Year while averaging 30 or more points per game, and he was actually averaging 35 when he won Defensive Player of the Year. And that year, by the way, he led the league in steals, which was in 1987. Also during that year, I just remembered he won the MVP. So he had the MVP, the Defensive Player of the Year Award, and led the league in scoring and steals. Just incredible. I've mentioned this before, which is also a stupidly impressive feat. When he started winning his championships, MJ didn't have a three-game losing streak in 626 games. In 626 games, this man did not lose more than two games in a row. By far the most in NBA history, by the way, and that's including Russell's Celtics for that eight-year period from 1990 to 1998. 
MJ is the only player to sweep the season MVP awards more than once, which is basically your MVP, your all-star game MVP, in your finals MVP. The only player to do that. He is the only player to record 200 steals and 100 blocks in a season more than once. He averages, by the way, for anybody who's wondering, he actually averages more blocks per game than LeBron James does for as much as people laud his block game. MJ also won 25 of 26 playoff series from 91 to 98 when Scottie Pippen first became an all-star. So once he got one all-star caliber teammate, Jordan only lost one playoff series. And that actually happened to be when he came back from retirement and he played 17 games before the playoffs started. He led the league in scoring 10 times. He led the league in steals three times. He has the most buzzer beaters in NBA history by a lot. He has more NBA buzzer beaters if you combine regular season and playoffs than Steph Curry and LeBron James. And you can even throw Kevin Durant in there combined. So for any time you hear anybody on TV says that LeBron has the most buzzer beaters in the playoffs, well, that's just doing the playoffs. But when you combine it, Jordan has the most. And it's not even close. He's also one of his team anyway, was one of three teams in NBA's history that actually three-peated. It was the Russell Celtics, of course, Michael's Bulls, Kobe and Shaq Lakers. By the way, he three-peated twice. He's the only player to go undefeated in all championship play his entire career while winning MVPs in every single one of those championships. MJ has the highest scoring average against 16 different NBA teams, by far the most in NBA history. MJ also has the most 50 point playoff games and the most 40 point playoff games by a lot. He has the highest scoring average. In NBA history, like he had more points than Wilt Chamberlain. I hope, look, I hope I'm not boring y'all with these stats because these are just pure achievement numbers that helps you know just how great this man was. He's also the only player to have back-to-back 50-point playoff game. So when we go through everything, and again, not not bringing up LeBron James, but if you look at what LeBron has accomplished in his, is this his, is this his 20th season? Either 20 or 19, I think it's year 20. And you look at what Jordan did for his entire 15-year career, LeBron has only accomplished 57% of MJ's total resume, and LeBron has played five more years than him. And if that still doesn't convince you, let me give you another stat that, again, doesn't necessarily talk about the NBA, but just tells you just how great Jordan is. 
and why some people say he's the ultimate winner. MJ remains the only athlete in sports history to sweep every award in his professional career while being undefeated in every championship series his entire athletic career. So, he, as you know, he made the NCAA final once and won it. He's 2-0 in the Olympics and, of course, 6-0 in the finals. MJ did all this in far less time than any player who has ever played, which is why I said that the GOAT debate between LeBron James, Kareem, throw Kareem off on there too, and Michael Jordan, it's not close. Somebody else put this together, so I won't give myself credit for looking this up. But said that, think about this. If there was a player who won two championships, two finals MVPs, a regular season MVP, had nine scoring titles, four all-defensive first teams on their resume, that player would instantly go to the Hall of Fame, right? When you say with two championships, two finals MVPs, a regular season MVP, nine scoring titles, and four all-defensive first teams, he's going to the Hall of Fame, right? He is. Just that alone is the gap between Michael Jordan and LeBron James. It is literally a Hall of Fame resume gap. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, for anybody to try and fix their lips to say that LeBron, or anybody for that matter, is better than Michael Jordan, they don't have the numbers, they don't have the stats, they don't have the facts to actually make the case. They have to say janky stuff like, well, he played against tougher competition. Or, well, he's bigger, stronger, faster. And that's why he's better. When none of the numbers, none of the accolades, none of the accomplishments say that he is. Or anybody for that matter. I don't care who you bring me. You could bring me Kobe. And don't get me wrong, I hated the Lakers. But I love me some Kobe Bryant. And Kobe is not better than Mike. It's not close. Sorry, all you Kobe fans. Kareem, with his six titles, people say he won six like Mike. Yeah, but he only had three, no, sorry, two finals MVPs. Two, which means he was the best player on his championship team twice. So, no, Kareem is not better than Mike. Anybody else you want to bring, it's not close. Maybe one day, because I'm not a component of things never happening. I do think that one day, I don't know if it'll be in my lifetime, but one day there will be a player that will come in that actually could be and would be better than Michael Jordan. However, At this exact moment in time and history, there is no player better than Mike. 
again, he's a goat and it's not even close. Right, ladies and gents, believe it or not, that is it for today's show. I sort of hope you found the show entertaining and thank you again for tuning in. We'll be back again next week. But until next week, I will talk to you all later. Peace.